The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. This is late, fellas. Now, let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Hotty Toddy Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline, the March the 4th edition. Good grief, I can't believe it's March already. Spring football's rolling, basketball is coming to a, an end, baseball's rolling now. Uh, it's uh, a lot going on, Mr. Porter. Yeah, some good, some bad. You know, baseball went 4 0, and basketball went 0 2 on. You know, when they say one minute left, they were up three points in both games and uh, yeah. lost by a point on each game and just tough, tough losses. Uh, didn't make the plays at the end of the game to to win. That's right. Bottom that's line. A, that's the bottom line. You know, um, you know there were uh, obviously questionable calls. There were missed free throws. There were turnovers. But uh, as you're – you're saying they, the other team made the plays and Ole Miss didn't, and that's how you lose one possession games. Uh, baseball team swept Long Beach State over the weekend, which was uh, good, not not fantastic uh, looking, but but they did what they had to do. They won, and that's that's always good. Uh, you, I thought the baseball team did exactly what they had to do yeah. is win and. Uh, we continue to see a little bit of problems there with the starting pitching, but the last couple of days, you know, got, uh, I guess you could call them quality starts those last two days. So that was a positive to end the week. Well, and Will had a, uh, came back and had a good yeah. start as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's on tap brought to you by the Library Sports Bar. A lot of, uh, stuff on the big screen, a lot of entertainment going on at the Library Sports Bar. Look up the local voice, Oxford little uh, entertainment newspaper. They got a lot of stuff going on in the library. Oxford's most popular watering hole on the square, 120 South 11. Never mind, you know where the library is. Everybody knows where the library is. We usually have Kermit Davis on to co-host, but he's uh, he's got a dinner party tonight for his seniors. Tomorrow's senior night when they play Kentucky at 8 p.m. Uh, so we're going to have batting coach Mike Clement at 6.15 to talk about the excellent Rebel offense. And at 
Our pal from football, Tom Luke, will talk about the first week of spring football practice. we're going to get some of these new coaches later on. Uh, maybe, maybe not during spring training. Next week is uh, spring break. They'll have a week off, and we're going. We're not going to uh, have a broadcast next Monday night during spring break. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks after tonight. Um, we're trying to let these new coaches settle in a little bit before we have them on Rebel Yell Hotline or before we do any extensive interviews on in the old miss spirit so uh just be patient with that in the meanwhile meantime tom will fill us in ably because he watches all of it he watches offense defense special teams and as a former player he knows what's going on out there uh it's also good to have the head coach's brother doesn't hurt a thing (laughs) (laughs) to to talk about uh the football team um, we're, going, we're up against the break, and we'll talk about this when we come back. But, man, some Rebels did really good at the Combine, and I'm mm-hmm. so happy for them. Great kids, D.K. Metcalf, A.J., Lodge, uh, Little and Patterson, Zed Woods, Ken Webster, Tamu. Uh, they all did great things. But Webster had the highest vertical of the, you know, the Combine, and then – um, Woods Red has the the fastest time after you know, everybody was wooed about DK's four three three ran a four two nine today. Who would who would have thought that? Did you know he was that fast? No, I, I, no, I knew he was fast. I didn't know he was that fast. He had been a little bit of hurt this year. All right, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny emoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. Get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire. For every moment. C Spire. Customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at cspar.com. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. 
We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Uh, just briefly, Yancey, uh, DK had a monster combine. Mm. It was unbelievable. Every every discipline, he was one of the top guys with the bench press, the, the 40, uh, the vertical jump. I mean, 27 the, as, a, as a wide receiver. Yeah, running the, the skills test where they – catch seven or eight balls running you know simultaneously well, we knew he would he would be a standout at the combine Ooh, but to I be the yeah the top overall standout testing and i don't think there's any doubt I, I when you take all the variables dk was the top tester for all of the players at the combine uh i don't know if you'd have quite gone that far but yeah. uh you know oh, he's i knew he'd just, do well but golly man yeah, he just blew the roof off he moved into the Maybe the top five pick. Yeah, he probably will. He probably will. I mean, he, he's. I didn't realize he's bigger than Julio Jones. He's faster than Julio Jones, and he's stronger than Julio Jones. Yeah. I mean, and who wouldn't draft Julio Jones in the top five? Nobody. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, he's. You know, I, it it will be hard to see another physical stature like that that's at right. Ole Miss I mean, again he's, playing he's receiver. Calvin Johnson. That's he's a, just an yeah, inch shorter that's Calvin, than Calvin Johnson, Johnson. Is exact, and not much shorter. Calvin was an inch shorter. He's six three and three eighths. Uh, DK and Calvin, I looked it up, was just under six four. He was listed at six five, but at the NFL Combine, he was just under six four. So they're within a half an inch yeah, of wow. each other, and a lot, a lot of similarities. All right, let's go to the control room. Uh, Jack Schultz is out of town tonight, but Hayden King's doing Ole Miss Sports News. Take it away, Rhino. <laughs> It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. What's going on, Rebel Nation? Hayden King here, filling in for Jack Schultz this week. A packed week and weekend full of Ole Miss sports. The Rebs had a tough week on the hardwood, though, with back-to-back heartbreaking losses by a combined three points. The Rebels had the lead at the half against number 7th-ranked Tennessee, only to lose in the final seconds of that ballgame. Unfortunately, things versus Arkansas were not much different on Saturday. The Rebs lost that one with a botched play in the final five seconds of the game to come up short 74-73. Brian Tyree led the day with 20 points, and Schuler led with the rebounds with five on the day. The Rebs are now 19-10 on the year and 9-7 in the conference, but are still predicted as a 9 or 10 seed in the NCAA tournament. It's senior night tomorrow at the Pavilion as the Rebs host number 4 Kentucky at 8 to close out their final home game of the year and will finish the season on the road at Mizzou on Saturday. The Diamond Rebs had to go to the broom closet and pulled off the weekend sweep against Long Beach State winning on Friday and pulling off the doubleheader on Saturday. The Rebs are now 8-10 and 
and two on the season and on a five-game heater. Thomas Dillard collected both NCBWA National Hitter of the Week accolades along with the Golden Spikes Award. Congratulations to Thomas Dillard. The Rebs host back-to-back midweek games this week at Swayze with Little Rock and East Carolina. Tuesday and Wednesday before UAB comes to town on Friday for the weekend series. Women's Hoops lost to Tennessee on Sunday on senior night, but will go on to face Florida Wednesday morning in the SEC tournament. Softball swept the rain shortened Ole Miss Classic over the weekend and sit at 13-6 on the year. Ole Miss men's golf is in a warm, beautiful Cabo San Lucas for the Cabo Collegiate where they sit in fourth right now after a minus three total after round one. And last but not least, Ole Miss football began spring practice last week. A bunch of new faces on that staff and on the field. That's all for news around Ole Miss. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right, thank you. Appreciate it, Hayden. Good job as usual. Uh, Yancey, there was a huge recruiting weekend over the weekend. Uh, a lot of, I mean, probably as many top players we've had on one weekend as we've had in here in two or three years. I'd say the last couple for yeah. sure. I yeah. mean, there was a lot. Jacob and Chriswell, uh, quarterback out of Arkansas that Ole Miss offered, uh, was back over 6'1", 205. You know, probably come down to Ole Miss and Arkansas. They offered a kid out of Austin Keys out of Seminary, Mississippi, 6'2", 225, linebacker. It was his mm. first uh, Power 5 offer. Um, he is a rising senior and one to keep an eye on. Madison Central, your old stomping grounds. It's been a while since we've had a Madison Central. Jimmy Holiday, their quarterback slash athlete, uh, was back in town. They've offered him a really good looking player, Chuck, about six foot, 200 pounds. That's why you, do, that's why you say slash athlete with that quarterback spot. He loves playing quarterback, but he will play other spots. Jacavion Brown, another linebacker out of Horn Lake. We all remember Horn Lake, the disappointment oh, yeah. last year. They've got two or three more big time prospects coming out of there. So we're going to be watching Horn Lake again this year. He's about 6'2. They've become a little bit of a factory here lately. Yeah, they, they really have. They're, they've been the trendy school the last few years. You've seen so much growth just south yeah, of Memphis so there, Olive Branch. Horn Lake, uh, you know, uh, Lewisburg, another player out of Lewisburg, uh, was offered, uh, this weekend, Ladidra uh, Griffin, a four star, the fourth rated, uh, player out of Mississippi, out of Philadelphia, Mississippi. Uh, we remember some great recruitments from there mm-hmm. out of, uh, you know, with CJ Johnson, the latest there. He's committed to state. His nickname is Tulu, but, uh, Ole Miss, uh, is definitely trying to get in that game with him, keep an eye on him. Big-time offensive lineman they want really bad. Marcus Henderson out of MUS. Ole Miss is trying to get back in that Memphis region. So that was a really – he's a really important recruit that was in over the weekend. Uh Cameron Threat, the kid that I mentioned out of Lewisburg, a cornerback was here as well that they've offered. Deion Smith, a, a kid out of Jackson Provine, a, a sophomore rising junior. One of the next year's class, they're all six three, six four. There's four of them, Chuck. That'll be juniors next. Uh, ju- excuse me, juniors this next upcoming season. That are big time receivers that Ole Miss is after. Deion Smith is one of them. He was in this weekend as well. And a couple of Alabama commits were in, weren't they? Yeah, there were. There were about four or five Auburn guys committed to Auburn and Alabama. We'll see if they show up on campus again, uh, but. Coach Freddie Rhodes has really been working those guys hard and got them on campus the first time. We'll see what they do next. All right. Nice little update. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors with the baseball batting coach, Mike Clement. Stay tuned. 
Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, buy a new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Why get iPhone XS on the C Spire network? For that business trip to Chicago when your son sends a funny emoji. <laughs> For Aunt Ella's birthday where your iPhone XS dual lens camera takes the picture everyone wants. <laughs> get the most from iPhone XS with twice the nationwide LTE. iPhone XS and C Spire. For every moment. C Spire. Customer inspired. For a limited time, buy the latest iPhone. Get one on us. Details at cspar.com. A Van Atkins diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. A Van Atkins mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love, but most of all, say it with a Van Atkins diamond because you know she's worth it. Van Atkins Jewelers Store Downtown New Albany or VanAtkins.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Play some Rush. See you out in the tenth row of some. Uh, they only Bay put City. out about one or two good songs. Chuck put it out in the Bay City Roller concert with your parachute <laughs> pants and your mullet and saying, "Play some now, Rush." I sported a mullet. Now, there's no doubt about oh that God. in the '80s. Oh my God! All right, uh, we're very happy now to have the old Miss batting coach, Mr. Mike Clement, on board. Mike, what's happening, brother? What's happening, guys? Glad I could uh, be on with you all tonight. Hey, man, we're always going to have you on when we're hitting over 300 as a team. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, uh, I'm guessing in 2017 I wasn't on much, but the last couple of <laughs> years have been on a, on a few times. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Amazing how much better of a coach you become, have not it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, seriously, uh, off to a pretty good start swinging the bats, even though it's been pretty cold. Uh Got a couple of guys over 400, four or five guys over 300. Uh, just need to get two or three guys rolling, and you're, you're going to have a dynamite lineup. Yeah, I think so. It's just kind of the way it is every year. You hope to get off to a good start. I think collectively we have, and I think there's always you know a guy or two that goes through a rough stretch at the beginning that has to kind of work their way out of it. And fortunately for us, there's only a couple of those guys. But, um, yeah, all in all, I think you guys – 
you guys nailed it on the head. I, I feel pretty good about where we're at offensively, and I think we have the pieces to have another pretty good lineup. Uh, you know, from an offensive standpoint, I think we're uh, we're in a good spot. And you know, in college baseball, as you guys know more than most, experience wins, and, and we're fortunate to have a lot of at bats under our belt. And I don't think our guys are are overwhelmed by a whole lot, which which uh, which is a good thing. One thing I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at the stats, and obviously Olenek 475 is is blistering hot. Thomas Dillard was the National Player of the Week last week from the Tulane series. He's batting 436. Those guys, you know, obviously, like you're saying, experience. Um, talk about their their plate approach, their plate attitude, their plate confidence. Sure. Um, two different guys, two drastically different guys as far as, you know, what they what they bring to the table for us offensively. Olenek is, you know, the senior that, that that's, like we talked about, had a ton of the bats under his belt, and he's a super aggressive hitter. You know, it's sometimes uh, we question where to put him in our lineup because he's not the traditional <laughs> two-hole hitter. He's not going to walk a ton, but he's not going to strike out either. So, um, you know, you've seen him in the two-hole. You've seen him in the five-hole because he puts the ball in play. He can drive and run. So just, you know, Swiss Army knife for us. He can, he can do a little bit of everything. He's, you know, going to hit doubles, going to hit an occasional home run, and, um, man, just so valuable to get him back that, that he wanted to come back for a senior year and, and not sign. Uh, he just he just kind of makes our offense feel he's a spark plug. And I think I told you guys in the past, he's the guy that, you know, if you're if you're in the other dugout, you can't stand him. And if he's in your dugout, you love him. So that's Olenek. Um, that's kind of what he's been and who he is. And he continues to get better. And then Dillard, you know, for my money, and I, and I, and this is a, this is a, broad statement or a, or a big statement, um, but I believe it. I think he's, if not, you know, I don't get to see everybody in the country, but if, if he's not the most versatile and dynamic offensive player in the country, he's among them. Um, he can just do so much, and he just continues to get better. He's got power. He's going to hit for average. He'll take his base on balls. He'll steal bases. i just um, so impressed with, with uh, how he's continued to improve, and I know that's putting a lot on him, but um, I really believe it, and as you guys know with Thomas, I think he believes it too, which is half the battle. So um, just a dynamic, dynamic offensive player who's who's off to a to an incredible start. Already 19 runs batted in. I mean, <laughs> good grief! Are you kidding me? I yeah, mean, that was, 10 that games. Was a good that was a good season for me when I was in when I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> good season for most people. Um, you know, and then you got uh, Adams off to a good start, and I, I'm. I'm really happy and and pleased to see Cooper Johnson up there around the 350 mark. And I know it's early, but mm-hmm. he, I think for his confidence, for what's happened in the past with him offensively, that that it was critical for him to get off to this kind of start. No, Chuck, you you nailed you nailed it on the head. He's a tremendously hard worker, and um, if I have to be completely honest, I think probably got his confidence shaken his first couple years. You know, he's. He's been our opening day catcher every year of his career. And, um, you know, because of a lot of different things, he hasn't closed the year as our catcher. And um, some of that is because Nick Fortes was so good. But some of it was, um, you know, he just lost confidence along the way. And his offense started to affect his defense. And he's just matured and uh, worked really hard. He's off to a great start, like you guys said. He's still got a lot of work to do. But um, I think he's in a really good place. You know, I think he – uh, finally understands he's got to separate the defense and the offense. And, you know, when he does that, you know, he's one of the best defensive catchers I've ever coached and maybe 
one of the best defensive catchers in the in the country. You know, we played a couple teams that that like to steal bases, and I mean, people aren't even attempting to steal. You know, and part of that's Mike does a wonderful job of holding the running game from a pickoff standpoint, but uh, I think the majority of it is just the scouting report says, "Hey, listen, you can't run on this guy." So um, <laughs> I love that it. from the deep from the defensive side of things, but offensively, man. He's the kind of guy that you kind of wonder, hey, are we just going to stick him in the eight hole and, you know, hope hope he moves the offense? And he's turned into more than that, at least this far. So, um, really pleased with where he's at. Coach Servideo uh, and Jacob Adams are making it tough for either one of those guys to sit any innings. Uh, they're going, are they becoming uh, fixtures somewhere on uh, on the field each and every game? Yeah, that's the that's the challenge for us as coaches, and we always say you can have you can never have too many players, and um, but they they both have made it made it very, very difficult on us. You know, I looked at probably the same stat sheet you guys are looking at right now this morning, and um, was almost embarrassed that Jacob Adams only has you know however many at bats he has less than twenty, and um, he's off, he's off to a really good start. He's just so steady, and um, I think we're to the point now where. And you've seen it. You've seen it in our lineup the last week or ten days, where um, we have, we get, we have we have to find a place in both of those guys in the same lineup. And um, you know, the one thing you lose, well, you lose a few things with Cortez and Golson being out of the lineup. But the one of the things you lose is just the steady at bats, the on base percentage guys, because we have a lot of pop in our lineup. You know, with Sabowski and Cockrell and and Thomas and and Keenan, and so. Um, those guys are on base percentage guys that can get on base, that can draw a walk and steal bases, and that's one thing. That's one area that I think we're we're far better in is the stolen base department. And those guys are a big part of that. And so, um, you know, long winded answer to say, yeah, we got to we're we're getting to the point where we need to figure out how both those guys fit in the same lineup. Mike, uh, looking at the stats, and and again, I know it's awfully early, so tell me. Chase Cockrell was just so hot leading up to the season, hitting home runs every weekend, uh, multiple home runs. It seemed like yep. two thirty-three right now, no dingers yet. Is but is he having good at bats? Chase is a guy. You know, if I'm going to sit here and talk about how good good of a start some guys are, I need to sit up here and I can't just say, "Hey, it's early. He's going to be fine." Although I believe that, you know. Chase is a guy that, that has some swing and miss to him. And so when you're a guy that has some swing and miss, now he's got as good a power as any right-handed hitter um, that I've coached. But when when you swing and miss a little bit, you start to press. I just think, honestly, he had such a good year last year. and Leading up to the season, like you said, Chuck, you know, he was he was swinging it lights out. And when, when you when you were that good, um, leading up to it, then you, you go through a couple games where you scuffle, I think – you start to press a little bit, and I think that's where he's at. But I, I've seen some better at bats here the last six or eight at bats, and and I feel like it's just a matter of time. You know, another guy that's a senior that's had a bunch of at bats under his belt. I don't think, you know, he's going to let a rough two and a half weeks turn into a rough five weeks. I I think he's too good for that. Same question for Gray. Um, is he having good good swings, or is this kind of a slump? Yeah, probably probably the biggest at bat of our weekend against Long Beach. Um, a team who can really pitch and, and has struggled offensively was great. You know, I think we had runner at third base, and I think it was first and third with, with one out and uh, a strikeout guy on the mound, and it was in that walk-off game where Dillard walked them off. And uh, I think we were down by a run, and Gray just battled, probably had a 10-pitch at bat, was down 1-2 or 0-2, and 
got it back to three and two and grounded out the shortstop, so it went down as an over one, but got the run in to tie the game and let everybody breathe a little easier. I think the thing with Gray is he's had some really good at bats. He's drawn walks, and um, if there's anyone in our lineup that's kind of hitting to some tough luck, I feel like he's hit some balls really well um, that haven't fallen. And, and when you have the small sample size that we've had, sometimes you run into that. And conversely, you know, if you look at Olenek, who's hitting close to 500, you know, he's had a couple balls hit off the, the cap of his bat and it's landed right on the foul line, and he's running into second base with that silly double dance, and it looks like he's, you know, the king of the world. So I think uh, it's a give and take with that, but I do like Gray's at bats. I think it's a matter of time before he, you know, balls start falling into gaps and, um, you know, his numbers start to start to spike up. Coach, we're up against the break. I'm, I had three or four more questions, and so did Yancey, but yeah. uh, we got to go. Uh, Tell me who's starting uh, tomorrow night and, and Wednesday night, if you know. Yeah, I do. Uh, Jordan Fowler will will throw tomorrow night, and then Doug McKay, the freshman left-hander, will throw Wednesday against East Carolina. All right. Nick Hayes is going to get a start. That's right. Like oh, that's it. big. That's big. Yeah, I like it. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Um, keep them going, man. You're off to a great start offensively, and uh, – Looks like until the pitching settles down a little bit, we're going to need all the offense we can get, and you're certainly providing it now. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on, and we'll keep scoring runs. All right, buddy. Take Thank care. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate Mike it. Clement, Bye, batting coach for the Rebels. Rebel flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders, location is Oxford. That's the original. Eight there today. Ooh, good. Tupelo, Memphis, and Brandon. Heading into the 2000-2013 basketball season, Ole Miss had a solid nucleus of returning players. Shot-blocking machine, Reggie Buckner, rebound machine, Murphy Holloway, young point guard Jarvis Summers, 6'6 guard Ladarius White, and a pretty nice bench with guys like Nick Williams and 6'8 forward DeMarco Cox. But it was the addition of one Marshall Henderson, a brass shooting guard from the Texas JUCO ranks, who propelled the Rebs from a tournament hopeful to a 27-9 overall record and SEC tournament title and a decent appearance in the NCAA tournament that included a win over then number 18 Wisconsin. Henderson led the SEC in scoring average of 20 points a game, and basically he did it from long range with little or no conscience. He was a lightning, a lightning rod for opposing fan hatred, and the more they taunted, the better he got and the more he liked it. Buckner, Holloway, Summers, and White did all the grunt work. There was no doubt who the show was, Marshall Henderson. This year's Rebs are on the cusp of making an NCAA tournament appearance. They, too, have exciting, excellent guard play, but there was only one Marshall Henderson, and, man, was that some the fun King. times. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Abner's Famous Chicken Tenders. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Uh, pleased to have now uh, one of our regulars on here. When we need to know something about the whole football team, we call none other than Tom <laughs> Luke. How you doing, Tom? Hey, how you doing, Chuck? Doing great, brother. We, you know, uh, 
If we want to know about one position, we get a position coach. If we want to know about the whole team. We, mm-hmm. we always call you, Tom. Because I know, <laughs> I know you're out there looking yeah. at everything. I try to. I try to. I try to take it take it all in. And like I said, I, I enjoy watching a lot of these new faces and, you know, coaching and players. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty fun right now. Well, as a former quarterback, I'm going to start there. How, how is Matt Corral doing, and how are those two freshmen uh, shaping up? And I know it's real early in their careers, so the the focus probably is on Matt right now. Well, like you said, it is it is early. It's uh, uh, two kids that uh, haven't hadn't even should be in their uh, spring semester of their high school year, and you know Matt Corral, new offense, all those things. All that and it's it is a uh, it's a trying time for a quarterback right now. But I uh, I've been real pleased with what I've seen so far. You know, I think that uh, you know Saturday was tough with the bullets flying and you know live action pads and. Uh, you know, SEC officials out there and things like that. But uh, I thought Thursday and Friday was uh, we were way ahead of schedule from what I saw. So, uh, Matt's is he seemed to be enjoying or, or soaking up or whatever Rich Rodriguez offense? Does it seem uh, uh, an offense to you that fits his skill set? Oh, I think uh, you know. I think it's a perfect fit. You know, uh, chemistry-wise between Matt and Coach Rick Ryan, I think that the offense is going to fit him perfect. Obviously, after three days, it's hard to say, hey, it's it's clicking on all cylinders. Just you know that that's not the case. But uh, throwing off platform, you know, throws on the run, bubble screens, uh, bootlegs, all the different throws that you got to make that. You know he uh, he was not doing last year. He's having to do this year, and he is having a blast. Not perfect by any means, but he's he is enjoying himself. And I think you know he just brings that energy that you love to have as a quarterback. And he plays as hard as he can all the time. Uh, you know makes makes a decision and goes with it right or wrong. And I think you know it just kind of. Uh, lifts up the rest of the team when he does that, and you know he's just uh, has a bundle of energy. And then Rich rides over there, and he is you know uh, as intense as they come, focused, having fun, enjoying it. You know, I think it's uh, it's a perfect match so far. Give us your first impressions of of Kincaid Den and uh, Grant Tisdale. Uh, I think it's uh, you know tip for tat. Each one of them does something a little bit different. I think. Is uh, probably grasping the offense as good as anybody right now, uh, uh, and I think KK Dent has a phenomenal arm. I think the way he spins the ball, and once they both get a hundred percent, they're they're going to they're going to be okay. They're going to be they're going to be good players. Uh, I think they are uh, you know battling uh, to. To learn right now, obviously, it's, uh, you know, getting thrown into the fire right away. You know, you're, you're in high school. Uh, just a, a couple months ago, you're playing high school football, and then all of a sudden you're going to get some of the best athletes in the country uh, across from you. You know, that's, that's a big jump. It's intimidating. Uh, it's a little bit of, uh, you know, fear and nerves all at the same time, plus a new offense. Last at all, it's a lot. That you're throwing a lot of young kids, but I tell you what, they they've handled it well. You know, they're not holding back. They're getting all the reps. They're not standing back and watching. You know, they're uh, they're having to 
they're getting thrown in the fire every day. So it's it's a lot of fun to watch them, you know, progress as the as the uh, three days have gone too. You know, you know, I'm an old school guy, Tom, and I've said this many times on the Rebel Yell Hotline. Uh, you're only as good as your trench work. Um, offensive line, you got uh, Ben Brown and Alex Givens, returning starters. Eli Johnson's an old head that's been around a long time. It's it's his turn at center. Obviously, uh, Royce Newman's in his third year. It's time for him to step up. Bryce Matthews, time for him to step up. What's going on at, at that left guard position? Is it Chandler to it so far? All right, you know, it's been Chandler uh, most of the time, and you know I think Jalen Cunningham uh, is going to make strides. Uh, like I said, he's a enormous human being, and uh, he and Hamilton Hall, all those guys, uh, you know, they're they're almost the same thing as your quarterback. You know, it's not much experience there; it's not much playing time. New offense, lasting at all, and you know. Those guys are going to grow and grow and grow. I think you know we look. We're going to look three weeks down the road, and you're going to see a huge jump from them as they learn uh, what to do. But they're also learning the speed of the game, so it's it's hard to judge them off a couple days in shorts and one day in pads from an offensive line standpoint. But from a physicality standpoint, I love what I see. You know, and okay. I, I think that that all those things will 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 grow. Uh, from the, the level of knowledge of the offense and, like I said, catching up the angles in the game. It's, it's, it's not what they're used to in high school, and now all of a sudden they're having to, to do it against some of the best athletes in the in the country. So, so uh, Jalen Cunningham, 6'5", listed at 361. He looks like he's 380. <laughs> Hamilton Hall, <laughs> Hamilton Hall yeah. 6'5", 345. So those are two healthy young'uns. Yeah, they and you know it's 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 not. Just, I mean, those are well put together individuals too. You know, it's uh, yeah, they're not yeah, fat. It's, 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 no, not by any stretch of imagination. So, uh, you know, I look for good things out of those guys, and then uh, you're you're doing that, and then you're also got a great group of guys coming in. You know, behind that, but you're building a a strong core, and uh, you know, you're starting starting five, you know, seven guys trying to get out of this spring that's going to be able to do that. And then you keep bringing seven more in this summer and see what you can get there to fill in the rest and, uh, you know, and compete for compete for jobs. So, you know, I think I think we're going to be fine there. Uh, Tom, is it more with Jalen and Hall just a learning curve, a middle of, of grasping the offense, doing everything, or is there anything else that maybe that's holding them back right now? Well, I think uh, obviously there is that learning curve, but I think it's it's, it's different for the game. You got to get used to, uh, you know, getting that. You can't just get away with your size where they've been able to do throughout so far in their career. You know, they have to be able to felt, get their body in the right position. But you know, just how how massive they are, those guys pass ups and things like that. They have to go a long way to get around that. You know, their arm length and. Things of that nature, I think it, you know, uh, God's gift to them is their size and to be able to get their uh, first step and second foot on the ground and get the right angles and uh, proper technique against the different speeds that they're going against is is their learning curve. What do you do next year with uh, seven newcomers coming in the O line? 
you know, talking about Jalen and Hall there going through that learning curve, there's most likely going to be that with the Nets group coming in, and there's so many of them, and they're all uh, freshmen, you know, no JUCOs, no guys that came in early, because you're going to need some of those guys for next year, I would imagine. Well, I, you know, you hope you don't. You hope you, you get that seven or eight nucleus out of what we what we have, and I think with yeah. that, that's that's very doable. Uh, and what I meant by you know with those guys coming in is, hey, we want to set the bar with seven or eight guys that we're going to go with, and let's see if those seven guys can beat them out. Let's see if we have any of those guys that are SEC ready that can come in. You don't ever know. Uh, some of these guys have played at the top, highest level of high school football that you can play against, and they've been playing against very talented guys. And sometimes that transition is not as great as it is for some of the other ones. So, you know, you want to set the ball with those seven or eight guys that you plan on going with, and then you try to see if these other seven can come in and make a difference or, or, or push them a little bit harder. Matt, we got, we're looking at, uh, an almost empty running back room last year, and this year, gosh, you got five here right now, and then uh, Ely on the way in the summer if he doesn't sign a baseball contract. But Scotty Phillips, uh, Devon Penniman's back now, Isaiah Woolard, uh, Tylen Knight moved back to running back, and then you got the the newcomer Snoop Connor. Uh, those yeah. guys seem to be doing well with the with the new offense. Yes, I think so. I think that that's probably been the, you know, that's your, your uh, most experienced group that you have, you know, because Tylen moving back already had some experience there, and Isaiah, I thought, had, a, had a, a great freshman year out there and, you know, came up big for us, I thought. Uh, Devon Penniman coming back, you know, he's that thumper that, you know, you want him to come back full strength, and, you know, from what I've seen so far, he's on he's on his way, and Stein, you know, Mr. Steady right there, you know, he's could be one of the best backs in the country, uh, you know, if we get him going. So, uh, you know, I feel really, really, really good about that room, and, you know, Gary Connor, you know, same as the other guys, should be in high school, but, you know, when you look out there, he's a, he's a presence, catches the ball well out of the backfield, has done some really, really good time. It's really flashed and shown up sometimes. So, uh, you know, I, I really like the depth uh, that Coach Nix has built there. I'm not least bit concerned about wide receiver. We've turned into wide receiver you, but newcomers out there this year, Jalen Jordan, I mean, excuse me, uh, Drummond, and then, gosh, I never can remember, Jaden Jackson is who I can't remember. Jaden Jackson, yes. The speedster. They they both have flashed very, you know, they – uh, especially on Thursday and Friday, those two guys caught the ball well, uh, run run well, look look the part. So I think that that's the you know uh, just the the experience, gaining the knowledge of what's going on, getting used to playing against press coverage. Probably you know they hadn't been used to that, uh, but as far as the skill set. Both of them got it. They do. Yeah. And, so and then you, you throw them in there with Miles and Elijah and Braylon, who have experience. Yeah. Or Miles doesn't have a lot, but uh, Elijah and Braylon do. Uh, yeah. Demarcus Gregory, he's going to be coming back from uh, knee injury. So I think that room's going to be fine. You lost Gabe Angel at tight end, but you got Cooley and Pellerin, and I'm sure there'll be some others that'll step forward. Let's flip over to defensive side, Tom. Uh, uh, again, the trenches. Uh, now we're in a three-four, which is a is a entirely different look. How's that shaping up in your mind? Oh, I think it's good. I think 
you know, the personnel actually worked out really good once you started putting it on paper. Um, I thought that the, the defensive line, uh, a lot of your more experienced guys have been sitting out uh, with blue jerseys on, not as much contact with Benito and Josiah. Uh, and also, Sincere David has also yeah, been sitting out. So, three of the guys who actually played a lot last year sitting out, and that's just given us even more room to build depth because Austrian Robinson came back. He looks extremely good so far this count. And, you know, you got the, the newcomers, and uh, Tisdale, I think, has taken a step up. Ryder Anderson's gotten even bigger. He's going to be, I think this defense is going to suit him well. Um, you know, those guys have really done well today. And, you know, Cody Hill is, is uh, I think this, this defense is really suited for him as well. So all of those guys that are, uh, might have been getting second and third team reps have been p- pushed into getting first and second team reps. And, I, you know, I think it's, uh, it's they've done well. We hadn't missed a beat with them. And uh, I think that's, going to be a very deep room with those three guys, you know, uh, will be easily three deep there. Tom, me being the recruiting guy, what is there any philosophical differences that you're going to do with the three down linemen recruiting towards body-wise or, or certain styles you're looking for? Well, obviously, you know, you want that big nose that can, can you know, maintain those gaps and keep them off the linebackers, I think, from what I've learned so far is those guys. And then when you get in the third long, you can pull that guy out and put in a uh, another back. So you're really trading the nose for a nipple, you know, in third long. So that's what you're really looking mm-hmm. for. So I think that's that's the, the beauty of this defense. And those guys that are playing outside linebacker now put their hand on the ground and they're edge rushers, you know, things like that. Just the versatility of the defense really opens up to put our guys in their in the best possible situation to be successful. And that's uh so far I think it's kinda suited us. How are Shepard and Wiley adjusting to being out and, and Sam Williams as well, uh, to being outside linebackers? Well, anytime you take a big guy like that that's had his hand in the ground and get uh beaten head on head all the time and then all of a sudden you just play outside linebacker there they're excited as they can be, you know. They just, <laughs> but they adapt it well. You know, you get you put them out there and you stand them up, and then they get the blitz, and you know that's a that's a defensive lineman's dream. And uh, so, uh, but then on th- you know third and things like that, they put their hand on the ground and they're coming. You know, that's uh, uh-huh. uh and something that they're used to. That's that's easy for them. So uh, I, I can't say anything but good things from what I've seen thus far. I'm a little concerned with the lack of experience at safety, the safety slots. Uh, what, what have you seen so far at those positions? Well, I, I think uh, you're coming back, and you know, I think the addition of uh, of uh, Jamar and Jonathan uh, has has really added some depth right there. You're still a little bit banged up. Vernon hadn't been really been able to go full speed. Uh, but he moves out to he moves to that safety spot in this defense. So you you're starting to see some of the guys that you're used to seeing in some positions move back to, to different positions. And it does you know it's it's not like what you what you what you're seeing in your mind or what you remember from last year. Uh, you know it puts them in a different spot, different skill set. And uh, you know, I think it, it's almost plays to our players that we already had. It plays to their strengths. 
So I, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with the safety position. What about C.J. Miller and Cam White? Are they are they progressing the way they yeah, to the next level? So. To I the... think they've had they both had really good first uh, first week of practice. You know, I think that uh, I look for C.J. Miller to to uh, keep getting healthier and healthier, and uh, I think that uh, you know Cam White with a fresh start. Uh, you know, he is, he's really taken advantage of it thus far. Coach, thank you so much for your time. You always Thanks, Tom. get us all caught up for in, across the entire roster, and really appreciate you, Tom, every time you're on. Yes, sir. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. It's Tom Luke, who comes goes to every practice, and he let me tell you, he watches practice like a hawk. I trust his judgment on these things, and he's pretty candid about it, uh, you know, yeah, he's, the, he's what stood out to me, everything was the safety, though. That That's the one that maybe, you know, people were a little more worried about than he seems to be. All right. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsor on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rubio Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back final segment of tonight's Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. Yancey, a huge week this week. Uh, tomorrow night at 8 p.m., <sighs> yes. the Wildcats from Kentucky roll in uh, the pavilion, and then the Rebels uh, head to Missouri Saturday for a 2-30 game in Columbia. Uh, Got to have one of those. Yeah. Got to have one of them, yeah. I think. Now, the last three people, losses have come down to one possession. You know, you yeah, got yeah. you got to have one one of those two for sure. There's you know, no uh, uh, and and our guy that covers basketball, Ben Garrett, he seems to think we're in regardless. I don't know that I agree with that a hundred percent. He knows more than I do, and our net is what 38, 37? 37. which is good. Yeah, um, if they lost these two this week in the SEC tournament, that'd be a five game losing streak. Yeah, that's tough. Seven. I doubt. I doubt even Ben even thinks that. I think he said if we lost both this week, he thinks we'll need a couple in the SEC tournament. And then but, uh, you got uh, Little Rock tomorrow. Arkansas Little Rock. <laughs> both those games. Both uh, Tuesday's game and Wednesday's game have been three. moved to three p.m. Uh, got number fourteen East Carolina, uh, coached by Cliff Godwin, coming in here at three p.m. And I think they Wednesday. play state. Tomorrow night, and then come to Oxford. Oh, they do? Yeah. Then this weekend, you got a three-game set against UAB, 6.30 Friday, 1.30 Saturday, 1.30 Sunday. And then the next week, remember, we're not going to be on next Monday, got two games at Louisville. Those will be knockdown drag outs. No show next Monday because of spring break. Uh, and he, uh, Mike Clement said that Fowler will start tomorrow night. Yeah. Casey will start. Wednesday night against East Carolina. Boy, that'll be a, a, mm-hmm. a tough first start for a freshman. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the control room now. And uh, around the SEC, Hayden King for Jack Schultz. Take it away, Rhino. 
It's time for this week's report from around the SEC. Brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt. Located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. Now it's time for news from around the Southeastern Conference. The office came out with the Players of the Week from the Hardwood, and the SEC Player of the Week was Tennessee forward Grant Williams. The six foot seven, two 236-pound junior from Charlotte, North Carolina, averaged 22.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 steals in a win at Ole Miss and against number 4 Kentucky. He was the one who hit the game-winning shot with 3 seconds left, give UT the win at 73-71. SEC Freshman of the Week for basketball went to LSU guard Javante Smart, the six foot four, two hundred pound freshman from Baton Rouge averaged 18 points, four rebounds, three and a half assists, and two steals in the wins against Texas A&M and at Alabama. The ladies' SEC tournament begins on Wednesday as number five Mississippi State wins the number one seed. In baseball, Tennessee is still undefeated and leads the East, while Mississippi State leads the West at 10-1. Conference play is just a couple weeks away for the SEC. Former Georgia Bulldog Keith Mitchell wins his first PGA Tour title at the Honda Classic over the weekend. And during the NFL Combine this weekend, three former SEC players are getting in NFL.com analyst Bucky Brooks's first rounders. Those three include Ole Miss wide receivers DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown, along with Mizzou quarterback Drew Locke. The NFL draft is set for April 25th. That wraps up your news from around the SEC. Back to Chuck and Yancey. Thank you, Hayden. Appreciate it. Good job as usual. Filling in for Jack Schultz. Uh, Yancey, uh, I didn't mention Dawson Knox at the combine. He did yeah. a good job as well. I don't think his numbers were great, but in catch in the in the past catching drills, he, he really showed out. I thought he showed really good hands and did a nice job there. I, I'm, he didn't uh, run for some reason, but he's going to run at, at the Ole Miss yeah, pro day. Pro day. So we'll see what happens there. Again, congratulations dead. to those guys: uh, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Demarcus Lodge. Greg Little, Javon Patterson, Zedrick Woods, Ken Webster, they, they're all – Tom Moo, Dawson Knox, they all did a good job. Second most uh, players in the country yeah. uh, at the Combine, which I know a lot of Ole Miss fans want to say, well, how in the world did you have a losing se- season with that? Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, I think that's the reason you got new coaches. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, too. I mean, why, why Matt Luke changed out coordinators and a tight yeah. end coach and a – Linebacker coach left, and, uh, you know, he's going to fill in that. And we don't have any news on that at this point. Uh, I talked to Matt at the last basketball game about it, and he's just very quiet. He's not giving any names up. Uh, we do believe well, that. Nick's has got the linebacker position down right yeah, now, yeah. so there's, you know, yeah, it's, no it's not an urgent right yeah. now. But yeah. And he's told me, he said, hey, I could, I could make a safe hire and get an experienced guy. He's already interviewed a couple of that kind, but he said, I'm, I'm looking for a, a dynamic recruiter and a, and a dynamic mm-hmm. young coach, kind of like Summerall yeah. that he just lost. Yeah. So, um, and I think it could come at either position. Doesn't have to necessarily right. be a no, linebacker. Can, well, because McIntyre's versatile enough where he could coach no, no, linebacker no, no, or no, secondary. No, 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 they're not going to do that. They're going to hire a linebacker coach, but, they don't know whether Tyrone will coach Knicks or Ty- inside, or, inside outside. or outside. Yeah, yeah. No, they're going to hire a linebacker coach. Uh, Good, bad, and ugly. Brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. If you need a four wheeler, side by side, or a lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff will give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Well, nothing good comes from heartbreak, and this Rebel basketball team had back-to-back heartbreakers against Tennessee in the Pavilion and at Arkansas. The Rebs were an eyelash away in both games of punching their ticket to the NCAA tournament, and both games slipped through their fingers cruelly, mostly by their own doing. After the dagger of a very talented UT team, I got to admit I was encouraged about going to Arkansas, but that just didn't happen. On the good side, Rebel baseball team swept Long Beach State over the weekend. Good, bad, and ugly. Bought you a big belt of dollars. Power sports in baseball. Remember, no show next Monday. We'll be back two weeks from now. Have a good night. Hotty toddy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.